Welcome to our podcast, which focuses on the various steps within outsourcing that we have included within our Accelerate Digital Roadmap. My name is Hinal Patel, and I'm a partner at Simmons & Simmons in the UK, specialising in digital transactions. I'm pleased to be joined today by one of my fellow partners, George Morris, who also specialises in digital transactions. And in this episode of our podcast series, we're going to be focusing on the tender process. So let me kick off, George, by asking you, can you give me an overview of this particular um, phase of the outsourcing project? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Hino. Um So, yeah, following the request for information stage, um, most you, know, you get to the point where really as a customer or a potential customer, you should at that point have obtained enough information from your potential suppliers about you know, to enable you to understand the marketplace, understand strengths and weaknesses of the potential suppliers that you've got in front of you. And that should hopefully enable you to proceed to the next stage. And, and normally at that point, you're into a competitive tendering process. So then you've got an invitation to tender uh, to your shortlisted suppliers. The idea behind that is to enable, uh, is to identify you know, service requirements uh, in detail so that you can really uh, benchmark each, each supplier against each other to enable them to be able to make a meaningful bid. Um, you're establishing appropriate selection criteria you're formulating a clear idea of your key contractual requirements, you know, where you've got room to negotiate, levers and negotiation tools. Uh, and it's enabling you to evaluate each supplier's commercial and legal response so that you can select your appropriate supplier. Great. And so really, it, it, it's ideally a case of the customer having identified its requirements in terms of service, but also um, contractually. And, and also how they evaluate those those responses they get from their bidders in terms of contract terms as well, not just in terms of the service. Yeah, interesting. Um, and George, what, what about the key issues um, that you would expect uh, that you see are encountered at this stage? Yeah, I think one of the, the there are probably two key issues, I would say. The, the first one is um, really the ability to be able to benchmark one supplier against another. I think it's actually very difficult, it, particularly in, in when you're looking at outsourcing in a digitalization context, you're going to have lots of different potential solutions coming in from suppliers for a particular problem that you need to solve. And actually being able to benchmark one against the other when they are adopting quite different approaches to the problem can be really hard. Um, you know, it's just it just becomes very difficult to be able to benchmark price and service levels and you know all those other things when you've got two very different solutions on on the table. And it could, you know, it could be very you know, many more than two in many cases. So that is, a, that is a key thing that you need to be quite clear on how you're going to manage upfront. Related to that is that actually a lot of suppliers in a digitalization context will often be trying to, you know, to an extent, sell a little bit of a dream in, term, you know, in relation to what they actually want to, want to get bought. And so the RFI and then the, the invitation to tender will often include, you know, statements and promises or not necessarily promises but state statements and suggestions of what their solution can offer that others don't offer and at that point you really have to sift through that stuff and work out what in reality is actually going to be delivered here um, and what actually can i contractually bind that supplier to actually deliver in terms of in terms of its promises so many of these promises will be offered at rfi and itt stage and then will not make it through into the contract. Uh, and that really is one of the kind of the key issues in relation to uh, outsourcing in a digitalization context is that you, you really need to be able to work out ways in which to be able to bind the supplier to the promises they made, because those promises are the reasons for which they were selected. And so 
they should really be yeah they should really be held to those promises when it comes to the contract and the actual mm. deal that you do with them mm, interesting yeah great and 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 then therefore what do you think the top tips um top tips are and and how best to overcome um those challenges yeah so in relation to those two so back to the first one in relation to um being able to benchmark suppliers with different solutions the really i think having a very clear understanding of what you want uh, to get out of this process up front is important because in many ways in a digitalization context the, the the way you get to the output you're asking for in many ways is kind of you know there are lots of different routes and journeys you can take to get to that output whether it's through different types of technology or you know other types of solutions as long as you can you can have a very clear uh, view on what the ultimate output is that enables you then to be at least be able to benchmark the suppliers on the basis of of the output that they are providing um uh, and and sort of have you know less of an interest on the on the sort of how they get to the output save to make sure that obviously they're not making wild claims and they're not you know they're not trying to promise things that clearly are not possible to deliver in practice on the second one about binding the supplier to their contractual obligations or binding them to their, their the uh, uh, promises that they made and placing contractual obligations in, in, in relation to them. One of the things that we've seen that's been very effective in the past is literally binding the, um, the supplier and how much they get paid based on the delivery of the promises that they've made. Up front saying, you know, we will expect you to have service levels that are specifically measured against the you know, the outputs that you are promising in the RFP, uh, in the RFI, in the ITT, and then following through with that with service levels that are very clearly measured against what the promises were given, and then having uh, having remuneration linked to the, the delivery of those service levels is very important. The other thing you often see in a digitalization context is when you when you ask a supplier to help you to transform a solution in order to be able to save cost or increase efficiency, for example, linking that transformation and those efficiency um, gains to uh, fixed reductions in price that you would expect in order to be able to you know achieve the benefits of the transformation you're asking for they're fixed reductions in price on a fixed date that places the obligation on the supplier to actually deliver you know on the promises that they've made because if they don't deliver they start getting paid less and then that's their problem so it's an important thing to think about and there are many different ways of of binding a supplier to its promises, but those are some examples of how we've seen it done successfully in the past. That's great, George. Thank you. Really, really helpful insights. Um, we continue to break down the various steps of the process um, in our um, uh, in our outsourcing podcast series. Next, we'll be focusing on the contract finalisation stage. Thanks again, George, and um, thank you all for listening. <laughs>